Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Morning, sir. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing good. I feel like I have been gone from this location like a month. Yeah. And uh, when I first came here, I'm like, do I know how to get back to this location? Can I remember how to get here? Hey, yeah, we, we've, we've had some time off, so but that's fine. We're, we're keeping track of this of everything. So uh, let me just tell you a little thing about Vets Growth. Uh, we're doing a little bit different segment uh, starting 2022. Uh, you don't need to call me, and you don't need to email me anymore. So it's all going to be taken out of, of check. We're going to be doing the magazine, the website, everything else is going to be live, but uh, we're not. <laughs> so you don't have to call you, don't have to email you, don't have to text you. How do we get a hold of you? You don't. You don't. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be on the road a lot, and there's a lot of things in my life that's coming along, so i got to take care of those things first. But the website's going to remain live. We're still going to advertise the uh, podcast. Uh, all the people that have been members, and uh, the magazine. We're doing some changes, and that'll be going live 1 January. Okay. So you don't have to give your information anymore. No, but I do have to give out, hey, do you come here a lot? You know, every, I, <laughs> I try and come here kind of a lot since this <clears throat> is our building, but yeah, I'm here often. Hey, if you do want to call me, I would reach out to GRP Studios. I cannot thank you enough, Tim. For doing everything you have for all the people that have been on this podcast to try to get recognition as to referrals. So my new uh, chapter in my life is to get everybody educated about GRP Studios because I want you to be smothered in business. So does that mean I'm going to start getting all the phone calls and texts and everything that you normally get? Great. I feel a sabotage here of some <laughs> way, shape, or form. Well, okay. Well, that's a new thing. That That's fine. We'll figure it out as we go. I'm Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, 407-862-6882. I'll go ahead and get my number just in case anybody wants to call. Haven't gotten any. Unless all they're all the spam calls that never go through. That's right. I want you to get those now. <laughs> Fantastic. But we are here today with Mike Mathers. Mike is a retired Navy veteran. Now, we were asking him what he did. Initially, it was I heard he was a CB, which that's a pretty cool thing in itself. But evidently, it's not just a CB. You were everywhere. So Mike with U.S. Health, retired Navy veteran, another Navy veteran here in the house. We've had quite a few of them. Thank you for being here today, and let's let's find out about, about you. But first, how do people get a hold of you, since you want people to get a hold of you? <laughs> Thank you, Tim, for the opportunity to be here. My phone number is 407-252-0890, or you can look up my name on Facebook and uh, start a chat with me, and we can uh, go a little farther with that. Okay. Any email or, or any uh, – no, just – It's michael.mathers at ushadvisors.com. It's kind of long, so I just – Just easier to – Give me a call or text. just give you a call. All right. I mean, Craig <laughs> likes people to call him. He doesn't want people to email him or text him. So, okay. So give us a little bit of your background and then we'll kind of jump into what you do and how you do it and how you benefit individuals in small business. So you're a Navy veteran when, when, from when to when? So I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska and I enlisted in Navy when in 1997. Do they have water in Nebraska? No, that, okay. that's primarily the reason I, I joined the Navy to get away from Omaha. To okay. Be honest. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I started in the CBs, then I went to an aircraft carrier to shore duty in Hawaii, where I worked on submarines. Then I went to Texas, where I worked on minesweepers for five years. 
And then <laughs> I went back to uh, Texas for working on programs. Like uh, I was the urine analysis coordinator for NAS Corpus Christi for a while. And then uh, then I became the command career counselor for the base. And then uh, they kind of just kept on absorbing roles until I left. <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of do that for you. Oh, you're pretty good at this. Hey, how about you do this too, right? Okay. So what, what year did you retire? I retired from, uh, well, my last station was LSD-51, which is USS Oak Hill. We had a lot of Marines on board there. So yes, we had plenty that. of crayons and coloring <laughs> books for the Marines that are on board, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah. course, of course. So, yeah, we're probably the, the best LSD out there, too. You know, they, they did three back-to-back deployments. So it, was, it was great. I was only on one for, for one of them, but the, I do have to do a shout-out for my uh, friends on board that staked those three deployments. So, so give everybody, LSD is not what they think it is, yeah. and people are not military <laughs> listening. No, like, what, you guys did LSD in the military? Yeah. But no, yeah. it's... Yeah, it landing a, ship diesel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just so people don't understand, no, we're not promoting that the Navy's doing LSD. Please, please, <laughs> people don't think that. All right, so then you get out. Where did you Where did you go to when you retired? Where, where, where so I went back to Omaha, Nebraska, where uh, my family is. And, uh, you know, I tried a couple different jobs out there that didn't really work out for, very well. Then someone from U.S. Health Advisors reached out to me and you know, I did a job review. You sound, he's like, hey, you sound pretty good on the phone. How would you like to try this out? You know, I'll help you get your your uh, health insurance license and we can go from there. And, you know, during the interview, I found out that he's the one that built my house. Uh, I purchased out in Omaha, Nebraska, which is kind of, you know, weird. <laughs> Obviously, he must not be doing that anymore. No, no. He, uh, well, he's still one of the, le- one of the leaders in the, the group. Okay. So, right. you know, a great guy. Uh, he's given me a lot of help in the past and a lot of training. And then his wife ju- decided to uh, jump on board, Vicky. And, you know, they're kind of uh, a mom and pop insurance shop. <laughs> okay. So, like those? Yeah, it's, it's great. You know, they're the only ones out there in Omaha, Nebraska. So, really? Yeah. So, the. Uh, Mutual of Omaha is probably real big there, right? I mean, I gotta say that. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just well, just Stu awful. used to work for Mutual of Omaha. Then he switched companies back, uh, what, twelve, fourteen years ago, something like that. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> so the ones you come to Florida. So I moved to Florida about uh, three months ago. Uh, my wife got tired of the winters and said, "Hey, we're moving to closer to my my mom, which is in Orlando." So. And you, as a good husband and father, said yes, dear, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's <laughs> is a, is that's it amazing how we command people in the military? You tell, go, 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 go. It doesn't matter. And your wife says, "Hey, honey, I think we should do this." Okay, yes, dear. Well, there's a reason why that uh, they always call the wife the admiral. You know, that's true. <laughs> yep. You know, for, and for, in the religious circus, you know, your wife can be the Holy Spirit because she just kind of guides you where you think you need to go. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah your, your I, wife I is that the person. In the, in the Air Force, it was yeah, absolutely right. It says, well, that's the president. I heard that a lot. Um, yeah. Madam President. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who tells you. So you come to Orlando, and so you were already working for U.S. Health yeah, when so you I'm, came here. So I've been with the company four years now, and uh, I really like their, their uh, mission, which is helping other people every day. Uh, hope for short. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I because I was looking at some stuff on the website. I did not see that. We've had a couple of people in here that have been in this industry. What is different about U.S. Health? And we'll talk about you specifically. But what's different about U.S. Health and the myriad of other insurance options you have out there? Well, a lot of times when you just reach out to the marketplace, you get a plan, and but you don't have someone that can help you with uh, understanding how that plan works, or Say you need to get a procedure done, and this hospital is charging X amount, but you don't look at any other hospital. So you call your agent and say, "Hey, 
this hospital wants to charge me X amount. Well, let's look and see what the other hospitals are charging. So that way, maybe they can price match it for you. Or you can just use your insurance at the other spot. All right, so let's get some, some make sure we're talking the same language here. This is for, we're talking first about for personal insurance for you and your family. Yeah, you and your family, individuals, family, small business. Is this uh, a, for somebody that does not have employer health benefits, which is what we'll talk about in a minute as well? A lot of uh, employer health benefits are, are great plans for the employee, but not necessarily great for the family. So Sometimes it costs uh, a little more to add the family on there. So that would be a good client for me. However, you know, it's a, I have to explain the benefits to them and I, and I, I do a side by side so they understand what could be covered with us and what could be covered with the group plan. And then the costs associated. I remember my wife worked for Disney for 47 years and she retired recently. And for part of the time I was under my own plan with my company and you have to sign this form that says, yes, I don't need my spouse covered. She has this year insurance and vice versa. She had to say that I was covered. If your employer offers health insurance, which is not a lot of them, that well, there are fewer and fewer that do it because of the cost. Do you then have to verify what plans you have and what you have coverage for? So with us, it's private coverage. So it's you can if you want it, you just pay for it and it's yours. However, you have to go through underwriting with certain certain coverages and then certain things are are like guaranteed issue like vision and you know dental that's generally there's generally waiting periods on that so that's a uh, getting into weeds a little bit but okay <laughs> well let's let's talk first of all if i'm an individual and i'm a business owner and i'm a small business owner or a, an emerging business owner as we like to call them and we have what three employees and i can't really afford to buy insurance for my employees but i need insurance for myself my wife does not have insurance she does not work then where do I start with this? So you just give me a phone call, and uh, we uh, see what you need. So we look at your pre-existings you may have had, kind of medications. If you're perfectly healthy, you don't see the doctor, you know, the plan might be pretty easy to get. But otherwise, you'd go through underwriting, and then sometimes you have to have someone uh, work with underwriting to get the coverage taken care of. For a small business owner that wants to give their employees some benefit, they could uh, subsidize some of the plan. I've had that happen before where uh, a small businessman comes to me and they, hey, I want to pay this much towards it. And then I'll just take the rest out of their check. You know, they've done that before as well. And that would be somebody, an individual that works for you, that's a, not a contracted employee, but somebody that works for you that doesn't have their own insurance. They can't afford to go out and get what they think is too expensive for personal insurance. Yeah. So then you can help underwrite that. So what is what is the marketplace? Is the marketplace the same thing as the Affordable Care Act? or What is the marketplace? So that's a, another thing I like to explain to customers is a lot of people don't understand marketplace, Obamacare, Biden care. It's all the same thing. It's a scam. <laughs> no, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, Whatever. Well, you know, the... It, they've made it somewhat more affordable but but what the problem is is if you make more money than than you anticipated throughout the year and you do your taxes at the end of the year you sometimes you have to pay that subsidy back so you think you're getting a great deal at the beginning but you know what i had a successful year this year well obamacare wants that money back now well and that's one of the things i but I don't think I've ever heard anybody stand up and say that if you make too much money and you get this plan at the beginning of the year and then by the end of the year, you have to pay that back. That could be a pretty substantial hit for somebody. It has been for some previous customers. And we worked with a couple of different customers last year with the same situation. 
we, we went to, we took them from that uh, Obamacare plan. We we helped them fill out the information to cancel the plan, and but we made sure they were covered by our plan first. So then you offer a variety of of other plans. So I'll, I'll just use myself an example. If my wife did not have coverage, she was covered under Medicare because she's of a, of that age. I'm not going to give her real age because even though she doesn't listen, somebody <laughs> will find out and say, hey, do you like wife or husband? Tell me how old you are. So I won't say that. But let's say I'm 61 years old. I have one condition. Well, I have a bunch of conditions, but that's beside the point. Uh, rheumatoid arthritis is, is, is a very mild form of rheumatoid arthritis. And I've been diagnosed with some kind of clotting factor thing. So then what do you say? Obviously, it would have to be on writers, so you can't give me a quote right off you know, the top of your head. But somebody who's 61 years old, doesn't have high blood pressure, doesn't have cholesterol problems, might have a background or a pre-existing condition of clotting issues. What's that look like for somebody of my age? So someone that age, we, we would have to do a lot of research on the, on the underwriting guide. So I, I'd pull up the underwriting guide and make sure that you know it's a, an allowable condition. or Because there's time periods that uh, like you have to be on high blood pressure med for a whole year. If you if you they want to make sure it's stable on uh, on it prior to prior to getting coverage because if you're if you're switching uh, medications every couple months that means it's not stable right and there okay. might be uh, other conditions affecting that okay so you would obviously then get information from the doctors that you go to and get your medical background to yeah. kind of tell so if he's been stable in this condition whatever it is for the past 5 years he's on medications and it's monitoring it then that's one thing yeah that's 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 normally acceptable okay so. even as a pre-existing pre-existing condition yeah pre so it's a, that's one of the that's one of the things we work with a lot too cuz that's pretty common anymore the older we get, we realize you got a condition. <laughs> exactly. I found out I have more conditions than I want right now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us do, and our condition sometimes has nothing with with physical health. So you're part of United Healthcare Systems. I am. What is the system you're a part of more important than the program that you're part of? Is it, if that makes sense? Like, so U.S. Health Advisors were was a own their own company two years ago. Um, they were doing so well and making so many sales, they turned heads. United Healthcare is one of the heads they turned, and they decided to purchase us. So they have not done anything with our products or anything like that. However, they made our networks better. So instead of you know about 95% of the United States covered, about 98% around there. Okay, so if you're in that 3% and you're listening to us, I'm sorry. We have no options for you <laughs> at all. So. And most of us don't understand. You got PPO, HMO, EPO, POS, and that's another acronym that we use in the military <laughs> that doesn't stand for what it does. Although I'm heard from some people in your industry that it really does mean exactly that. PHO. So what is the difference in all of these, and what's the benefit of one over another? But basically, it's it's how big your network of doctors is. So a lot of the plans out there, uh, marketplace plans, they they are they're either EPO or HMO right now. Um, those are really small networks. And if you you know say you're going on vacation and you uh, get hurt in Texas or you get hurt in Missouri or whatever, you may not have coverage. You might you might have to pay an out of network deductible in order to get anything done at the hospital. Out of network deductible can be almost twenty one thousand dollars. That's that's insane. You're pretty much paying for everything. So PPO is 
Well, with our company, it's coast-to-coast coverage. So if you're going on vacation, you still have coverage. And that's not limited then to whether you're with Blue Cross Blue Shield or it doesn't matter the provider because U.S. Health is a provider. So well, our plans are underwritten by Freedom Life Insurance Company and National Foundation Life, depending on where, what state you're in. Uh, I'm licensed in 25, so the, the company's in about 34, I believe. I have to count the states again one of these days, but we're, we're, we're getting more states to come on board with our plan because it's been so successful for previous uh, customers. What about some of these like MediShare or Medigap? What, what is that kind of thing? I mean, I know what MediShare is and there's some other programs out there. They're predominantly faith-based, but it's a, where you share your expenses with a group and it has nothing to do with insurance. You're basically, you pay an out-of-pocket and they reimburse you. And they, and they tend to underwrite at the time of claim, too. So they're great for, like, getting your physicals done every year, your annuals and everything. But if you have anything pre-existing, like, like there was a case back in Utah where an individual had an issue with his liver back when he was uh, five or six years old or something like that. Turns uh, about 56, I think he was, and then he had to have to get a liver, liver transplant. The MediShare would not cover it. And once you have that condition... You're not going to find a health insurance uh, company that's going to underwrite you if you need something like that. Okay, so there may be some, if you're not sick a lot and you don't have things happen, it's maybe a viable option because it is a lot less expensive than some of the other plans. If you don't know you had a problem until you go back and you saw, I can't remember what I had for for lunch yesterday, let alone what, what happened when I was five or six. It's funny how you looked at me when you said that. <laughs> what, what? I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. What did you have for lunch yesterday? I can't remember uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't remember all the things that happened. I mean, I can. I was electrocuted when I was four years old, so I have no idea. How, how do we know that that might be so, a pre-existing condition? So like uh, our, our company, you know, it's in our underwriting guide. Like cancer takes t- uh, 10 years free of cancer to put someone on an underwritten plan. That's just an example. We, we always... Go back so many years on your underwriting guide. We'll look at your medical information bureau report for MIB for short. If anybody knows what that is, it's anytime you've ever gone to a hospital, they put a little bit of something in that report. So, oh, it sounds like credit cards. Sounds good. exactly. This is they exactly what know it is. where you are. It's your it's your your healthcare credit rating. <laughs> That's wow. good to know. We like to have somebody even in the same industry because you come in and you learn something new. I mean, I had no idea that. Just like it's like taking your car. If you take your car to a dealership that does those, you know, where they put everything online, tell you, but yeah, Carfax or whatever they call it. So at least people know when they buy your car. Yeah, it's been serviced here. So you get the same thing when you go to any to a hospital. Yeah, basically they sell they show you when you've been last serviced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, you've been last serviced. That's, not, that's the way to put it. <laughs> What was your last oil change? And you know, you know, I, I I've got some, some. I need some of my joints lubricated because they're cracking and and, yeah. and popping. Well, can, let's kind of turn this a little bit to a business now. A small business. I don't know if I could afford to pay my one employee for their health care plan. Is it possible? Is there a minimum amount that you need as a business owner to provide health care for your employees? For our company, no. It's basically if you think they just want to do their managers or if they want to do if they already want to do the whole organization however they got to make it through underwriting right uh, right but if they don't want to do that then they can just give them some health benefits so in florida it's association based there's uh there's three, Wait, three different types of uh states there's association based there's individual 
and then there's no association. So like Kansas, you can't ha- be part of the association. No, it's it's against, association, it's what do you mean? Like Florida is what part of association? What do you mean? It's a Southern Consumer Alliance. Which is? So it's a, it's a small, business, small business association pretty much. There's benefits in there for personal. There's ben- professional benefits in there. And then there's health care benefits in the association. So how do we know? I mean, I don't think I'm part of that. Uh, am I? Uh, I, don't, so I don't remember. You, you, you would, uh, you would set it up ask with, you. through me. You, okay. So depending on what the customer wants, it's like, hell yeah, I want dental. I want vision. I want uh, disability income, life. I want the full package. So we normally put it in all together, and we put it in a little report, basically, called a health coverage summary, and there's little lines on there saying what each coverage is for. Then you have someone like me that explains all, all of it to you, the ins and outs, and basically what's covered, what's not covered. Is, right. is that sort of like a car insurance where you go down and say, hey, I want full coverage, and they give you a price, and then everything that you're describing has a price along with that? Uh, each each little coverage does have a little bit of price. We tried to you know help the customer out by saying, "Hey, this is what this is how it's used." So, say like critical illness. Critical illness is if you ever get uh, diagnosed with something crazy, cancer, heart attack, stroke, or something like that. That's a one-time payout to the customer. They're trying to get well again, so they're not worried about their car payment. They're not worried about their house payment. Not worried about putting groceries on the table, taking care of their family. So that way they have something that's going to pay the bills while they're trying to get well again. So is this different than like, you know, the duck company with supplemental? Is this different than supplemental? Because you can get those as well, correct? You can. I've been by a lot of agents have called it kind of Aflac on steroids. Ducks, <laughs> ducks on steroids. Well, okay. That thing's yeah. got going on, man. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of little benefits on there. Um, there's you know discounts that programs that uh, you qualify through the association. There's some indemnity for if you ever get hospitalized. So it gives you money towards your pocket instead of you know because the plan right. takes takes care of you in the hospital. You still have to pay the rent for the building if you own a business and the business business has a physical location. You still have to pay those things. So I did listen to a U.S. Health presentation a while back at one of the chamber meetings we mm-hmm. had here. And a lot of things I didn't know, well, now I know a little bit more than I didn't know even after listening to that one. And he did a comparison on an affordable health care plan and everything to it and the system that they put together. And at the end of it, the bottom line was you probably spent 30% with the plans that you put together as opposed to the Affordable Care Act. And it all sounds great on the Affordable Care Act, but it's not. Yeah. It really isn't. Yeah, because our, our plans are based on uh, giving benefit and value to the customer. So you uh, go to the doctor and it gives you a benefit instead of you paying for everything. So on the marketplace, you're probably going to pay for everything until you hit that deductible. Whereas on the our plan, you get a little bit of benefit. See, if, if I had been doing a commercial for that, I would have gone Monty Python on the C Affordable Care Act and it would have been the Osseo Affordable Care Act. And the Affordable Care Act only if you're a veteran. So I would have, <laughs> that's probably the way I would have run with it. So there's no minimum for a business if they want to do that. Is there any advantage? Now, does it cost to join the SBA or whatever? Yeah, SCA. There's, different, right. there's several different levels. So the more you spend, the more benefit you get. I always try to match it with, uh, you know, like their income or, you know, I always try to tell them what's available. So that way they understand, hey, this is how it's used and this is what you get for this. As a business owner, do I pay the, are there, well, let me ask you, let me rephrase that question. Are there fees to join the association itself? Yeah, the association, there's a $40 enrollment fee. So they take that off the, the first payment, then 
whatever day they decide to take make that payment on is when the normal rate comes out. And then you would pay whatever the percentage. Again, I want to get yeah. too far in the weeds. That I just want to f- just trying to figure out if I'm a small business. Gosh, am I going to be able to give that to somebody? Because I'm assuming, like the young lady that I have working for me, I'm assuming she does have health care, but it's something she's had to go get herself. Yeah. Would that be something I could sit down with you and this is what she has, this is what her costs are, is there anything available through coming through me, so to speak? Because is, is it portable? Is what you have portable so that she ever leaves? God forbid she ever leaves, we close down. Sorry. You know, <laughs> Christy leaves, we're closing down. But if she leaves, and she can take that with her. Yeah, she can take it anywhere she wants. We, I had uh, customers that were my customer in Nebraska, and they moved down to Louisiana. Well, they just took their health plan with them. But when they, when they do that, they just change their address. You do that through your agent, or you could do that you know, by get, calling the, the customer service line. And then the rate, rate didn't really change any. However, you know, some states it does change a little bit, some states it doesn't. Does it cost us to consult with you? No, it's uh, absolutely free. And the only reason I ask that is because there are some people out there and we run into groups that do things for veterans and they want to charge them for the services, which irritates the bejeebers out of me. So it doesn't cost anybody can say, hey, I want to set up an appointment. I want to look at some of my options with what I have right now. Just show me what you currently have and I will build a plan kind of similar to it. And I'll explain the benefits of this one and I'll explain the benefits of that one. And that way you can make an educated decision on what's available out there. You know, educating. I like I like being <laughs> I like being educated. Well, tell me a little bit briefly about what kind of supplemental insurance is available through you, whether it's long-term care, which is the older we get. We might be looking seriously long-term care. Of course, now we've waited too late and we should have gotten it when we were 25. But, you know, long-term care, I know there's a bunch of things out there you can get. Do you provide that? And what's that work like? I don't do the long-term care. However, I do have people that I work with that, that do, does do that. So it become a referral. You can always talk to me and I will always refer you to people that I trust. We try and do that. So is there a certain age range that you go up to? So we primarily help out the 64 and younger, the uh, ones that aren't on Medicare. So I better get online. You're too late. Sorry, (laughs) bud. You're done. Toast. Can't help you. You're on your own. I got Medicare. I got TRICARE. You got TRICARE, (laughs) so you're you're pretty well set. You're set. Because you have TRICARE as well. I I Um, do have TRICARE, but I also have the Southern Consumer Alliance just because- He's young. Well, there's a lot of benefits for my uh, my business. So there's a couple of discounts that I like to use, which is the uh, Office Depot and there's uh, UPS oh, really? shipping. And there's a lot of little discounts that, the, that come you know, up with the plan. See, to me, that's like the shiny object. And that's got to be a guy's thing. <laughs> you know, they say, oh, you can get a discount here. <laughs> yeah, Mike here doesn't tell you the whole thing. He's a mechanic by trade. You should see his rod. <laughs> oh, his? Yes. Well, okay. But yeah, you. so you go from fixing things and working on things. Obviously, CBs, and one thing I did realize, this was quite a while ago, CBs were often the first on the ground at conflict areas, clearing path, clearing ways before even the military got there. You guys were in there first. Yeah, I was a small boat mechanic. So we, what we did was we made a pathway for the oil, water, fuel to go from the ship to the to the shore. We also carried the marine equipment. We also carried the army army equipment and Brought that stuff to the shore. That's my that was my job. The small boat. Now, mechanic. when you guys were the first one on land, did you guys carry weapons? So we had a uh, shore establishment. We did have weapons that uh, we had to carry. Um, we did have to defend the base if we needed to, because uh, we we were ones out there living out in Tent City and making twenty man tents, 
we make tents for us, and then we make tents for the Marines. With, with crayons and coloring books, of no, course. No, that's <laughs> fine because in the Air Force, our security police were the first one out to cover the bare bases. And that brought you guys in second. That's how the Air Force was running in my era. So I don't know what it is now because we had to stay in hotels. Yeah, but a lot of people don't realize <laughs> that the CBs really, and we've got some friends that were in the Navy, and they said, yeah, the CBs were responsible for a lot of the success of things that happened in military adventures. All right. I, I commend you, Mike, for everything you accomplished then and now. You, you went through everything. Well, you know, it's all about the stars. You know, the, the Army and Marine Corps, they sleep under them. The Navy guides ships by them. And Air Force, they judge hotels by them. <laughs> exactly you know that is that is fantastic and i know people might be listening that was listen to this we poke fun at each other all the time but that's okay you just can't poke fun if you've never served but but <laughs> tell, tell them about the new basic training well that's we had a guy in here who was a coastie and we didn't make too fun too much fun of him because those guys have a tremendously difficult job but his wife was in here and she said she has a classic line. She said, Yeah, I heard the Air Force boot camp was going virtual this year. I said, you know what? <laughs> that sounds about right for us. So uh again, I know we didn't cover nearly enough today, but we appreciate you being in here. And hopefully we can have you back in. I might have to make an appointment at some point with you and figure some stuff out. I'd love the opportunity to help you out. Anything from you, Mr. Craig? Wait until you get Medicare. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome sauce. So, well, thank you again for being here, Mike. We appreciate it. We're giving everybody your contact information, and we will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.